be hard to maintain friendships in life. Luckily, Instagram makes it easy for me to keep up with all my friends in so many different fun and creative ways. Whether it's sharing snippets of my life with all my friends in stories and posts, or sending reels back and forth that remind us of each other in DMs. I also love that I get to pick and choose who sees specific stories. Not everyone needs to see everything, you know? Sometimes I just want to share something with my close friends, like if I have a great outfit I want them to look at or an interior design idea that they want their opinion on. I only trust the people I've added to my close friends list for fashion advice. Duh. There's just something so special when you see the green little close friend circle from one of your friends. I can't click fast enough. I just know it's going to be something good. My friends always find new creative ways to share things on Instagram. Whether it's sharing music stickers to songs they currently have on repeat, creating highlights for special moments, or even participating in the latest ad yours. They really inspire me. But most of all, Instagram's just a really great place for all of me and my close friends to close the distance. Even though we're not physically together. There's this old saying of, it's just the little things, and I swear it's still true. And now I'm so glad that I get to enjoy those little things with Instagram and my close friends. Would you believe how people actually treat these animals and the people who work with them? Hi everybody, my name is Rebecca Rogers, I am your host, and I am so excited that you guys are joining us today, and even more excited to introduce one of my amazing friends, Nathan Keen. Thank you so much for having me on here. I, I know you told me that we have to address the teeth situation right yeah. off the bat. Tell us why you, uh, so people who are watching will see yeah. like an entire highway going through Nathan's yeah. mouth right now. Yeah, so yeah, for those of you who don't see, I have a massive gap between my front teeth. So you'll be hearing the lisp the <laughs> entire time because I have yet to learn how to re-talk. But <clears throat> long story short, I had a palate expander put in and they had to break my jaw with a hammer and chisel Ooh. to make it two separate pieces. Pieces. And then we have a, uh, <laughs> I've got a plate screwed to the roof of my mouth that every day I, I turn a key and my jaw gets whiter. So every day. Is that painful? It's not great, but after having your jaw broken with a hammer and chisel, it's nothing's really worse than that. And you so, felt the hammer and chisel. Yeah. So you're supposed to be in a thing called twilight where you're like on an IV bag and you're supposed to just be so drugged up you don't feel everything. But when they started doing the hammer and chisel, I came out of twilight because I felt that because that's oh, not pleasant. No. So I woke up, but I had all this stuff in my mouth, so I couldn't talk. So I just started reaching across and tapping the IV line like, come you know, on, like I need come more on, of this. Help me. And he stops. He goes, wait, can you feel that? And I was like, ah, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to give him more drugs. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I definitely got to feel. Oh, but this is good, no. though, because now I know about myself. If I ever get kidnapped and tortured for information, I'm not saying nothing because <laughs> I didn't tell him anything while he was doing that. So I was tested and I passed. So I and what go. is the purpose of this? Like, what is it? Uh, do? So it's funny. The whole process started uh, for aesthetic reasons. Uh huh. My dentist, he's like a celebrity dentist. He's like, you know, your palate's really narrow. If you want that big Hollywood smile, you know, you should look at this. And I was like, <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah, you yeah, know? That's, that's excessive. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm happy with my smile. And then I went to an ear, nose, and throat doctor, and he's like, no, it's not just that. Your narrow palate is closing your sinuses. He's like, if you don't do this, you're going to need a sleep apnea mask, um, like all these health things. He's like, but if you do it, you're going to sleep better. You're going to breathe better. No more snoring. No more sinus infections. No bloody noses. 
and the big Hollywood smile. And I was like, well, Dang. let's crack this thing open. So <laughs> it's been a year of process, but uh, I'm, I've got two more weeks of expanding. And then we uh, cut off the arms that are holding the teeth. And then we start Invisaligning the gap closed, and then I'm gonna not look this awesome anymore. I, re <laughs> I remember when I first asked you to do this episode, you're like, I'm gonna have a gap in my teeth. And I was like, I love you oh, all yeah. the same. I absolutely, and just like I know, I we just recorded Kara's episode, but yeah. like we've really only known each other for a year. That blows my mind. Isn't I was insane? thinking about that because I, I was at a party with Kara last night, and they're like, Oh, how did you guys meet? And she's like, Oh, yeah, this is one of my best friends, and like, yeah, we met last year last Ex year like exactly a year yeah. ago when i was here for vidcon last year and that's what i'm here again yeah. for isn't that wild and now like we're all so close and i am so obsessed with your content tell <laughs> everyone what your handle is uh it says nathan the cat lady oh i love it <laughs> and, and <clears throat> go ahead keep going keep going yeah nathan the cat lady I, I know it's the most masculine name i could come up with um, i think it's phenomenal yeah well i so when i first started coming up with names um cuz i Originally started acting or started acting. I'm an actor, and they were like, "Hey, you need a following, or you're not going to book jobs." And it was true. I would go to auditions, and it would say name, agency, and number of followers. Wow! And I was like, "Who cares?" Like, I had 700 followers, and I was like, I, "I posted what I had for breakfast this morning. Nobody cares." Right, right, right. So, started doing skits, and then I did a couple with my cats that just took off and went like crazy viral. And I went from 700 to 16,000 in less than a month. Wow. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to do some more cat videos. Nobody cared about the cats. So I was like, I'll do more me skits. No one cared about me. And then I did me with cats, <clears throat> went viral again. And so I went to like, in a couple of months, I went up to like 25,000. And I was like, you know, I'm going to embrace this. And so I tried, I tried Cat Daddy for a day. <laughs> did not know how many people. Would in, misconstrue. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. And right, I didn't know right. how many people in America needed daddies so bad. <laughs> um, and all my DMs were just so weird. Like, oh, hey, daddy. Oh, there's a daddy, daddy. I was like, no, nope. that was nope. not what this That's was. That's not for. the no. point. That's not what we're going yeah, for. Yeah, so I was like, okay. So the girl I was seeing at the time, she was a content creator. And everyone knew me as uh, the crazy cat lady guy. She's like, oh, where's that crazy cat lady that's always on your page? And uh, I was like, you know, I was like, I am a crazy cat lady. And I love the idea of embracing the stereotype and getting rid of it because yes. people who have cats get such a bad rap. And we it's, do! It's such crap. It's such crap. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to embrace it. So I switched it to Nathan the Cat Lady and then I started, I'd wear bathrobes. I started like I every stereotype it. I could, I started embracing it. Like started doing my wine Wednesdays where I drink a bottle of wine and wear a bathrobe and ride a hoverboard around. Because I'm like, yeah, we're, we're just bringing the cat lady back. We're I like that. upgrading it. And since then, you've <clears throat> expanded on that and started your own foster program. I would love to hear more about that. Yeah. So I originally, it was strictly entertainment for acting. Uh-huh. And then I met my buddy, uh, Sterling the Trap King. Um, and he does, he drives around in an RV and just does TNR, Trap New to Release. And uh, he just does that for a living. And we met and I was like, oh, you know, I have this following now. I need to start helping. So I started working with shelters, promoting them. And uh, long story short, I was talking, or I was, it was Christmas. And I got this idea, you know, after a couple of uh, rum and eggnogs, I was like, you know what? I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I could, because getting fosters is so hard. Yeah. You know, because the shelters, you don't want a cat in a shelter waiting for a home. It's a right. tiny little cubicle and they just sit there until someone adopts them. So they get fosters where cats go and stay at someone's house until they get a forever home. But everyone's like, oh, I can't afford that. I don't have this time or the space. And I was like, what if 
because I have a bunch of sponsors. I was like, what if they all just donated product so that somebody got like a carrier, food, litter, toys, milk, everything they needed. And so I reached out to Stray Cat Alliance and I was like, hey, um, I know it's Christmas, but how do you feel about this? And she's like, oh my God, yes. Can we do that, please? I was like, cool. We'll call it Nathan's Fosters. Like I'll promote it. We'll be a thing. And then I uh, reached out to a couple of my sponsors. First one I reached out was Catalyst Litter. And I was like, hey, um, I had this crazy idea. You guys don't have to put in any money because this is just about getting fosters. <clears throat> if we had brands donate product, that would go straight to fosters to incentivize. And she goes, done. How much do you need? I love it. And I was like, I oh, it. I didn't even get it. Like everyone I reached out to, it was one email in. Hey, here's what I'm trying to do. Amazing. We'll send two pallets of food. That's oh, cool. Awesome. How much of this unit? And it was, everybody was like toys, carriers. Uh, Cadet provided uh, 22 carriers. They're $80 carriers. They also wow. gave these electric mushroom toys that are $60 mushroom electric toys and an entire like $40 tub of cat treats to just right off the bat. And I told her, I was like, now the expectation is you're not paying, but if we can get up to like a hundred foster, like you guys need to be able to scale. And they're like, yeah, let's scale. So it was really cool. It, it was, um, we're up to 15 fosters now. That's great. Yeah. And at least, I mean, that's 15 cats that are not sitting in a small cubicle right. and are like at right. home, you know, waiting it out. And that so. matters. Like that's still, that's still a difference. I was just talking to another one of our friends the other day about when you're making, when it comes to making a difference in the world, even just changing someone, one person's life every day like that still makes a difference and so even just 15 like you aren't even doing this for a full year yet and you're already yeah. at 15 fosters and even outside of the foster program you still do other things when it comes to helping with tnr programs and helping go to uh shelters and sanctuaries and things like that and that's just so awesome like when we went to hawaii and we went to the lanai cat sanctuary mm -hmm. that was amazing and for people that have no idea what i'm talking about in hawaii there's kind of a cat problem and it's recently become illegal to feed strays and to tnr trap neuter release is also becoming illegal they just want the problem gone and eradicated so lanai was able to put together or this one group was able to put together this sanctuary and kind of come up with an agreement with law enforcement of saying hey we will keep all the cats anyone finds here, we won't release. We will work towards adoption, things like that. We only ask that you don't use lethal force kind of thing on these on these creatures. Um, what do you guys say about that? And they agreed, and there's now 600 cats. 700. 700? Mm. Oh, yeah, my like God, even better. 720 or something. Was That's amazing. It was of our entire Hawaii trip. That was one of my favorite Thanks. Cause you know, I love me some cats. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> I love me. I wanted to take that one home so bad. And it was just amazing watching yeah. them thrive and be safe and taken care of and get the medical care that they need. And just knowing that there are not only people, but companies mm -hmm. that are so willing to put forth that effort and help people with that problem. Like it's, it's crazy. And it's not even just cats. Um, I, there is such a problem in the world with too many animals, whether people are being irresponsible or people oh aren't God. getting their pets spayed or neutered or anything like that. Like someone that works at a shelter sent me a story of how, you know, she was putting together this puppy adoption and it looked like a forever home. And this guy was so in love with this girl puppy. And she told him, Hey, I'm just letting you know, 
in a couple weeks, she will have to get her stitches out. Your stitches. Well, why, why does she have stitches? He's, oh, just letting you know that we, we spayed her so that she can't have puppies anymore. And he got visibly agitated. He's like, well, why would you do that? I wanted to be able to breed her so that my friends could have all of her puppies. And she's like, well, sir, it doesn't usually work out that way. Usually people who have those ideas end up having puppies and they can't find homes for all of them. And then it just becomes an issue. And he just, he didn't want to hear it. He wasn't interested. And he left that day. But a couple years later, she always remembered his face. Mm -hmm. He came back in a couple years later, surprise, surprise, with about six puppies that he couldn't find homes for. So he went to go find another dog somewhere else that he would be able to breed. And lo and behold, not everyone wanted a puppy. It gets where I was uh, was at a bar the other night and I was talking to this girl who said, her friend had a, a what looked like a French, like a Frenchy bulldog. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's fixed, but because it looked like a, an expensive dog, someone smashed the window at the grocery store and took her dog because they're stealing dogs for breeding so they can sell the puppies. Long story short, she got the dog back because she went on the news and was like, you have my dog. Um, it's fixed. You can't breed it. Like, go on. And the shit, they made such a stink about it that somebody called her and was like, I have your dog. I'll meet you at like, uh, grocery store and I'll give it back. And so she called the cops and the girl saw the cops, got spooked and was like, no, you got to meet me somewhere else. Met her somewhere else. She got the dog. But so, yeah, if you have dogs, do not leave them in your cars because no. people are now literally stealing dogs to breed and sell. Well, it's also hot. <laughs> don't, don't well, do yeah, that. Well, yeah, don't. Also, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. leave. Just <laughs> it's also stop hot. Doing it. Don't Stop do doing it. You know? Yeah, the dog should <clears throat> never be, no animal, no child, no dog yeah. should ever be in a car it's unsafe heat-wise. It's unsafe because yeah. someone will snatch up that 100%. dog and up. Oh my gosh, um, I don't. I don't know if I ever told you this story. And it it started out as cute and cool, but then it got weird. I love so it. So great story. My brother, they found a little dog in the woods, um, a Malinois, and the sweetest boy ever. My brother named him Kelev. I call him Kellogg's because I'm annoying. And his sister, it's my job to annoy him. 100%. Um, But he's the sweetest boy. And my mom came up with this backstory for him, right? And at first it was like, mom, that's ridiculous. But her backstory was that, you know, Malinois are usually military dogs, fighting dogs, things like that. My mom genuinely believed that, you know, someone was breeding fighting dogs, but that Kel was too nice and they just oh. ousted him, just left him, abandoned him in the woods. Mm-hmm. And like at first we're like, mom, come on. And then after we kind of thought about it and talked to a few different vets, it's like, oh, that that actually is really unfortunately probable. Mm-hmm. And then I repeated this story when I was in Key West to some people. Um, the same exact thing happened to them. Same exact thing with the same exact ideas of where the dog came from. Showed me a photo of this dog. It looked exactly like Cal. Also a Malinois. Like, and then then we started putting together of, oh, this is actually a thing that people do that is disgusting. It can be hard to maintain friendships in life. Luckily, Instagram makes it easy for me to keep up with all my friends in so many different fun and creative ways. Whether it's sharing snippets of my life with all my friends in stories and posts, or sending reels back and forth that remind us of each other in DMs. I also love that I get to pick and choose who sees specific stories. Not everyone needs to see everything, you know? Sometimes I just want to share something with my close friends, like if I have a great outfit I want them to look at or an interior design idea that they want their opinion on. I only trust the people I've added to my close friends list for fashion advice. Duh. 
there's just something so special when you see the green little close friend circle from one of your friends. I can't click fast enough. I just know it's going to be something good. My friends always find new creative ways to share things on Instagram. Whether it's sharing music stickers to songs they currently have on repeat, creating highlights for special moments, or even participating in the latest ad yours. They really inspire me. But most of all, Instagram's just a really great place for all of me and my close friends to close the distance. Even though we're not physically together, there's this old saying of, it's just the little things, and I swear it's still true. And now I'm so glad that I get to enjoy those little things with Instagram and my close friends. That <clears throat> It happens more often than you think, and that's why there's such a big hate towards breeders, because... I mean, some breeders, they're you know, they're honest, good people, but I'm not I'm not saying all breeders are bad, but a lot of breeders, if the cat or dog isn't perfect, they will have them put down, they will put them outside. That's why some people they'll find like a bangle cat and out in the wild and they're like, How is this like beautiful, like bred cat just astray? And it's because it probably had imperfections or something and they just tossed it outside. And it's just it's amazing to me how dark people can be. I, uh, just recently, it was a, a month ago, I got a call or, um, a DM from these people. Long story short, this lady, she was like 90 years old. She had a couple of cats. She passed away. And I guess the HOA or her next of kin put them outside because they didn't have anyone to take them. Oh, and so the neighbors no. have just been taking care of the cats for a year or two. No one really knows. But the HOA is like, okay, no more feeding the cats. It's a $200 a day fine now if you feed these cats. And I'm like, what are these cats supposed to do? And so I was like, okay. So I talked to the rescue who is completely flooded right now. I was like, can I please bring these cats? So I go and it was two cats. And it took me six and a half hours to trap them. Trap them, bring them. And they're skittish. They're climbing the walls. They just do not cool with people. Three weeks later, they send me a photo and go, hey, we thought it was two. It's three. Two of them were identical and they just never saw them at the same time. And I mean, it broke my heart because I was like, I just went in one day and took this cat's entire family and dipped. And he's just been by himself for three Aww. weeks. So two days ago, I went back with my buddy Skylar and we, again, it took five and a half hours. We got the third cat, brought it to the shelter and I brought it into the cage. And I was expecting a fight because cats, when they smell different, if it's been a long time, it takes them a while. Nope. Open the cage. Immediately, the cat went to his sister and snuggled up against it. And then that cat was no longer hissing at us, was oh. like totally fine. We were filming him. They went cheek to cheek immediately. And I was just like, I, it was such a relief because I couldn't sleep the first night they sent me that photo. I was like, I'm, I'm a monster. I took this cat, his family away. But they are like together now. But I'm just like, I can't believe people would just put them outside like yeah people just think they're like oh yeah you just take a cat and it'll survive and i'm like no, no. you can tell the no. cats because my friends who do uh, trap new to return you can tell the cats that used to have a home as opposed yes. to the ones that were born on the yes. street because they are mangled they're dirty they're cut up because they don't know how no. to live you have to learn those skills i say this all the time at home and i joke about it on my story sometimes my cats they wouldn't. They would never survive in the wild. No. Oh my gosh, they are so spoiled. Vixie, someone could rob my house, and yeah. Vixie would go up to them and be like, "Belly rubs." Like she just, yeah. she they they have no idea. Milo, he yells when he runs. He would never catch anything out in the no. wild. Like they would, they it would hear him coming, and he gets scared if a leaf falls on the ground. Like well, cats in general have a hard time because they've been bred to be house cats. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. know, <clears throat> there's this misconception that. 
uh, cats in the wild. They're like, oh, yeah, they they eat all the birds and mice and they're just fat and plump and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, 90% of cats' diet on the street is bugs. Yeah. So yeah. that's why there's colony feeders. And one of the, the groups I work with, Ruva, we do these trips where we go and we donate like $50,000 worth of food to colony feeders. And it's people who literally all they do is feeds feral cats morning and night so they can survive. Oh. I, my one friend, uh, Cal, he goes by Cowboy um, cowboy Bob, Cat Wrangler. He does TNR, and he's had 11 colonies that he feeds every single night for seven years. It's 88 cats. Wow. And he, he goes through $45 worth of food a night just to feed Holy these cats. Holy moly. So it's just, it's, it really is a problem. That's why, like, people do TNR and try and rescue these cats because – they breed so fast. Yes. And it's like people are like, oh, they're, they're fine out there. I'm like, they're really not. They're not. They're not. And it's it's just gross how disposable people think animals are. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't understand it. Someone else sent me another story of how, like, she runs a cat rescue program. And she, it's all nonprofit. It's just because she cares so mm -hmm. much. Um, we're at, at this non-shelter and a shelter, or sorry, at this nonprofit and a shelter that they work together. And her mother-in-law has at least 10 cats that she just doesn't really take care of, doesn't get them neutered or spayed or anything like that. Oh. So they just keep reproducing, doesn't get to, doesn't take them to the vet, doesn't get them the medical attention that they need. Um, and there were some kind of vaccinations that they needed. I don't think it was rabies. I think it was something else that they were required to have. And if somehow it got found out that the mom – was or that the mother-in-law was not vaccinating these cats and legally they were forcing her they said we're either going to take your cats or mm -hmm. you have to go get them this they have to get these vaccinations it is not safe and so the mom called the daughter-in-law which is like hey you have this cat rescue will you just do it for me and the daughter-in-law was oh. like well that's kind of expensive like i don't have the resources to do that and i can't really ask any of my vet or shelter friends to just do it for as many cats that you have. And this mother-in-law tried to guilt her and was like, well, I guess if you just won't, I'll just put them all down. I What? <clears throat> you said something. You said we had, like, Hawaii had a cat problem. And, like, we have a cat problem in L.A. We have a people problem. Yeah. There is too many people, and there's so many of them are just monsters. Yeah. And it's insane. There's it's this misconception that, oh, they're a nonprofit rescue. They get so much funding, and they have all the resources in the world. They are struggling. Yes. Like yes. that's why I get so I get really defensive. I didn't used to, but now I I really go after people who make fun of people who do, who have cats because, you know, the whole crazy cat lady. People who work at shelters, they sacrifice everything. Yeah. They will, yeah. they literally are there all the time, and they just don't have the resources to save cats. Like they don't have enough food. They live on donations, and people are like, well, why don't they just take these cats? I'm like. That's the like the fiftieth kitten they've gotten. Yeah. This this week, like they don't have. There's just not. There's not. Enough. Everyone thinks like, oh, there's so much resources. There's not. There's really not. There's really not. Every little many. dollar helps. Yeah. Every cat helps. Like every foster helps. And everyone's just thinking like, oh, there's so much resources. There's just not. And especially with COVID, people are a lot. They're holding their wallets a lot more closed. Yeah. People aren't donating like they used to because they're like, no, nah, I gotta, you know, get ready for the next pandemic or whatever's yeah. coming. And so everybody's struggling right now. It's it's wild. So have you ever experienced people giving you backlash for what you're trying to raise awareness for and what you're trying to do with the fosters and the shelters? What kind of backlash have you gotten from people? <laughs> I mean, every day. Uh, the internet is a dark place. Um, and so many people just, everyone's an armchair activist. Everybody's uh, 
likes to tap themselves on the shoulder like i could do it better i got hindsight 2020 you know i mean even even silly things like when we were in hawaii uh, remember i left the beach for like 30 minutes and came back and i was like i found a bunch of fish and i saved them because i was i was walking to go yeah, find yeah i was going to find that mama dog that yeah. I, I never ended up posting about but we found this stray mom dog and we bought food for it. but i was looking for her and i found this spot where there was like a pond that had dried up and there's just a like maybe a centimeter of water and just like a hundred small fish just flopping on the sand trying to breathe and i was like oh shoot like i, I gotta do something so i started digging in the sand and it would fill up with water right so i made them like a small pond obviously it, it was temporary right, right. i don't know because i think they shut off the river for construction so right. that's why it was going and then we were like in a ravine by the ocean so i couldn't walk them there but so i did anyway long story short i did that and I filmed it with one hand and I was just going slow because I didn't want to hurt, you know, bury the right, fish. Exactly. And man, a lot of comments were like super cool. So many were like, you're just doing this for attention. Why don't you put down the phone, a hole and, you know, use both hands. Like, wow, really? You're not going to use both hands to help these fish? And I was like, I, I could have just walked on by. And it's the same with rescue. People would be like, oh, you only filmed yourself saving those cats for attention. And I, I will say this. You're darn right. I want that video of me rescuing cats with the donation link at the bottom for their shelter. I want that video to go super Absolutely. viral. So yeah, am I going to play like Sarah McLaughlin and make you cry and open your wallet? 100%. You're darn right. Because it's going to help those cats. Different. I have no shame in that. I will, I'm a used car salesman when it comes to getting people to foster. I'll be like, hey, you know, you, you should do it. Oh, I don't <laughs> have the supplies. Oh no, I can get you a $450 bundle. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, you know, I've never done it before. That's fine. You got my cell phone number. I'll talk you through it. Uh, what? Like, because it's helping that cat, right. you know? Like, I don't mind doing that. But some people, they just uh, they just think, oh, yeah, it's super easy. Why don't they just fix the problem? We had a guy, because West Hollywood finally is doing their own TNR program. They're funding it. So you can get a permit online now if you live in West Hollywood. They will loan you a trap. And you can now go take a cat, get it fixed, and put it back outside. And they'll pay for it, which is huge. Right, right. But it's a lot of cats, a lot of resources. And we had a guy come to the meeting with, uh, we had the mayor there and all these people. It was a big event. It was two days after I'd had my jaw broken. And I went to go speak at this <laughs> event because I was like, it's important. I'm going to be there. And if you think I'm talking funny now, you should have seen me on painkillers trying to talk oh, with a broken jaw. No. Um, but this guy got there, you know, we're talking about all the resources and how a big step this is. And he stands up and goes, so and he's dropping the F-bomb left and right, which I'm not going to do. But he was just like, I don't understand this. Why can't you just get a bunch of vets to volunteer their weekends and just fix all these cats? This is stupid. This is stupid. I don't understand. And we're like, well, you have to pay vets. No right. vets. They're like, there's so many cats. He goes, no, but it's an epidemic. Why don't Why don't you guys just fix this? I don't understand. Bring them in and just deal. fix them. What's the problem? And I'm like, you have no idea how hard it is yeah. to get vets who are willing to do it. Right. The time it takes to fix them. And then once you get them fixed, you have to hold them for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And even trapping them, like it took me six and a half hours to get that cat. It's like the resource and time, people are just like, just get it done. I don't they understand. They don't understand. Yeah, I'm like, like, this isn't Grubhub. You don't just click a button and it's done. <laughs> like everyone wants this instant gratification. So I'd say that's what we get the flack for the most is people are like, why aren't you doing more? Why don't you just, why don't you just solve this? Why, why didn't you just, why didn't you just do this? It's like, you're not there. You don't understand. Like, you're There's sitting just, in your yeah. living room in your underwear yelling at me. <laughs> Go do something. Collect stamps. I don't care. Like, do something. But. There's just so much misinformation yeah. about not just trapping these cats, TNR, fostering, mm -hmm. sheltering, but then also 
to make matters worse, like you have these cats that have never had homes before. Mm -hmm. And to make matters worse, there's so many people that will then surrender pets Mm -hmm. for the dumbest reasons. Like somebody sent me a photo or a photo. Somebody sent me a story of how typical kitten rescue, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they have files for all these things so they can like see later on when these people come Mm -hmm. back later on and get another pet or unfortunately bring them back kind of thing and kind of a side note i'll never forget the look on the shelter's face when after we adopted vixie or rescued vixie we went back and they like you could see the fear in their eyes they're like how's everything going she good and we're like yeah she needs a friend and they're like oh okay (laughs) cool and that like that broke me but anyways and i'll I'll tell the story about us adopting our cats later but i'll someone sent me a story of how you know they set up this kitten adoption and obviously thought and hoped that it was a forever home. And 10 years later, they saw, and because they pulled up on the file, that's how they remembered. 10 years later, this couple brought the cat back, loved the cat, but they just got a new kitten. And the new kitten didn't really like the old cat that much. So they figured that they would just get rid of this cat that's been with them for 10 years. And that broke oh, my heart. I hate people so much. I've been I've been here in LA what? This is my second day. I just came in yesterday. Yeah. My heart hurts cuz I miss my Lowen and Vixie yeah. so much. So much. I'm even feeling myself tearing up right now. I don't well the people don't understand like animal owner surrenders oh. is one of the worst things you can do to an animal. Yes. The videos of owner surrenders of people just being like, "Yeah, I didn't want my dog anymore, so they'll bring it." I saw one where they they had two dogs for years, and they're like, yeah, we really can only just handle the one now. So they brought and left one and left, and the dog is squealing at the door, shaking because they left, and for days was just shaking in the corner because they don't know why you leave. They don't understand, and it's – I don't think people realize how, like, deep animals actually do love. Yes. Like the cat that I we left out on the street. I was like, oh, they're going to fight when we bring them back. Nope, went right over, and they snuggled up, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I finally found, like – my brother and my sister, and they were so happy. And it's like someone who can just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I'm just going to bring this guy. You don't deserve animals. No. And I, I want to punch you in the mouth so <laughs> hard. <laughs> You'll, I think I told you this story before. I can't remember, but I'm going to tell you again. Let's do it. So there's someone and you'll meet, you'll meet this content creator at VidCon. There was a content creator that I was friends with that, um, told me this story about her cat, how she rescued this cat. And the cat's backstory was that this wife adopted the cat for her husband because the husband was not doing well medically and physically. And the husband loves cats. Well, this cat really took to the wife you know it, it's like it's like harry potter wand like the cat chooses the person yeah, yeah. and but so this cat favored the wife the wife's not really a cat person and it was a little too lovey and just wasn't interested in having a cat that just wanted to be with her all the time so she got rid of the cat and <clears throat> jessica was like oh my god i will happily take this cat yeah. Off of the shelters, 100%. And now she, now Leia's living her best life. Good. Princess Leia. That's her oh, name okay, now. 100. She, yeah. I, I'm yeah. going to say my, my goal in life now, aside from rescuing a bunch of cats, all those kind of things, is it used to be, oh, you're a crazy cat lady. You're, you know, you love cats. You're crazy. You're insane. I am now trying to switch the narrative where if you don't like cats, that is a red flag of personality. Yes. 
you are yeah. a sociopath <laughs> and you should not date these people. And I'm telling you, if someone goes, oh, I don't like cats. Oh, that person's got some red flags. That means they're not patient. It means that they're not, they're not caring. They don't have, they have boundary issues. Cause they're like, oh, every time I run to a cat, try and pet it. It just like swats me away. Like, yeah. Cause you're a giant weird looking person running at them. Like have some patience, but it's a, it's a character flaw. Yes. So my goal is, so if someone says, oh, I don't like cats, everybody goes, oh, you don't weird, like don't hang out with that person. Cause it's true. Every person I've met that's like, oh, I don't like cats. Unless they've like, like my one buddy, uh, really good friend. He liked cats. He's just like, oh, I'm severely allergic. Like I, so he would come over, but he would always have allergies. He eventually, he moved and this neighbor had an outdoor indoor cat. And that cat started coming by because he would go out and have his lunch on his because he worked from home on this picnic table. This cat started coming up and jumping on the table and sitting with him every day. So it became a routine where he started bringing it chicken and blah, blah. Oh. And then over a year started petting it. And now he's no longer allergic. He, what? You can build up an immunity. That's why when people are like, oh, I'm allergic. I'm like, yeah, it's weak genes. Tough it up. <laughs> Rub some dirt in it. Like, go, I don't care. Like, you can, you can tough it up. That's fascinating. Yeah. I didn't know you could get over something now, like that. I also have a new thing now. Um, if you raise chickens with cats, they will produce a protein that goes down to their eggs that make it. So if you feed that egg to cats, the cats will no longer be allergic or will have that allergy. So what? Yeah, I think Purina is making a food with it now. So you can feed it to your cats and no one will be allergic to your cats. Wild, but... Back I need to try that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I would definitely, like, I love that they're coming up with that because no, people can't use that excuse anymore of, oh, I'm allergic. Have you ever been around a cat? Well, I saw one on TV and I was super itchy. Like, <laughs> go See, stay at home. Lock think, yourself in. Like, you know, I like dogs. Do I want to own a dog? No, but like if I were to see a dog, I would love on it and I would pet it and I want them to snuggle up with me. And then I like to go home and not have to be responsible for mm -hmm. a dog. And the difference between dogs and cats is that dogs usually, not always, We I don't like doing absolutes, but yeah. usually dogs want all the love and all the attention mm -hmm. and they want the pets. And you don't necessarily have to worry about like, are they overstimulated or mm -hmm. do they need like personal space? Usually like yeah. dogs, obviously like dogs, just like cats have their own personalities mm -hmm. and cats typically do require a little bit more boundaries, do mm -hmm. require a little bit more care, love and affection. And I feel like so many people have this idea about animals, but well, it's just an animal. And so when an animal does need that extra little bit of consideration, it's like, no, I'm not giving that to an animal. And I don't, I don't really like that. And I also think that there's such a weird difference between people who say like, people who don't like dogs are like, ah, I'm just not a dog person. But there's a lot of people who don't like cats who are just like so aggressive with it. Oh, yeah. oh I hate cats. Like, oh no, I I want cats to be gone. Like it's just yeah. so weirdly aggressive. I don't I don't understand where it comes from and it it confuses me so yeah, I much. I don't get it and that's why I keep telling people I'm like like you have people who hate cats because they want something that will love them unconditionally without having to have any boundaries or any patience. I'm like, that's a bad person. Like that person <laughs> has some a, character flaws. You would never treat a person like that. Right. Like and you so, wouldn't treat a significant but other no, like that. Thing, but they do. Like um, the people yeah. I've met who don't, who like, oh, I hate cats. Once I start to get to know them, I'm like, oh, that carries over to people yeah, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, and I always tell people, I actually have a, sh a shirt and sweater I sell on my website that I made that says, uh, don't worry, cat people love dogs too. Because if you ask any cat person, do you like dogs? Oh yeah, I yeah. love dogs. I just don't want to. I don't want to have to walk it and do right. this. Right, it's just a lot. Yeah, but like, but like, 
dog people like, nope, only this four-legged creature that loves me without putting in any effort. But you ask a cat, I'm like, oh, do you have bunnies? I love bunnies. Ferrets, squirrels, yeah. this. Like, I mean, me, I, I have cats. I feed squirrels every morning on my balcony by hand. I've got my chickens, um, which for those of you who don't know, they're either crows or ravens. I refuse. <laughs> I, love I refuse to uh, pick. So they're chickens. So you can all be. Well, it's, it's you. So there are these these birds yeah. that gather outside of Nathan's apartment waiting to be fed. Mm-hmm. And one day he called them crows. And there were so many people in the comment section that were like, those aren't crows. Those are ravens. And then, mm-hmm. so he called them ravens. And all these people, those aren't ravens. <laughs> those are crows. And he's like, you know what? Tell them what you told them. Yeah, I said, uh, well, I realized I can't make you all happy, but I can make you equally unhappy. <laughs> so these are now chickens. And I did that in a video. That is to date, for considering <laughs> I am Nathan the Cat Lady, that is my biggest viral video yet. <laughs> And it's me with chickens, and it. I mean, it's it's all over like Turkey now. It's been translated to multiple I languages. Love it, so I, much. it was the front page of Reddit for a while. It like twenty five million views on Facebook. As it should be. Yeah. As it and it was great. Be. And it was. I was. I was expecting hate because the whole time I'm just being like, I'm gonna make you all mad. I'm pissing you all off. On purpose. And it got the I don't most care. love out of like any video. Everybody's like, that's great. Yeah, that's how it should be. You tell them. And I was like, wow. I. Wow. A lot of support for this. But then I go and like rescue a kitten and they're like, really? You picked it up with one hand? How dare you? Oh my gosh. Why didn't you save a thousand other kittens? But me being feisty and calling people and telling I want to make them mad. They're like, oh yeah, we support it. Maybe that's how we need to like approach fostering. Hey, you. You're yeah. lonely at home. Like, yeah. throwing like a little Sad bit. Sad and pathetic. You need a cat to make you feel better. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, hey, you're pretty pathetic. You should get you a cat. It'll make people like you more. You're so lonely. You know what? You need yeah. a friend that we'll, we'll will judge them down, you. We'll break down. We'll build them up. I like this. I like this. That's how, That must be the way to people's hearts. A you little bit me. of tough love. You and me. Let's start I'm breaking people it. down. I'm there Just, for it. Yeah. Well, did I, did I ever tell you the story about how I got my cat's? I don't think so, actually. Really? Yeah. It's one of my favorite stories to well, tell I people. Love to hear it. Right so, um, Avery, Avery and I were dating, and he knew he was going to propose, and he couldn't decide if he wanted to propose with a cat or not, because he like knew he wanted to get me a cat and propose. He just wasn't sure if they were going to be yeah. the same time or not. Okay. And he decided that he wanted to get me a cat first because he like didn't want me to have to wait, and so. We would always go to the ASPCA that was nearby to play with the animals. Um, because you know it, it's good. It gets the animals in front Enrichment. of people, yeah. and it also like gives the college kids nearby a chance to decompress and love on some nuggets. And one day that we went, Avery looked at me. He goes, "Yeah, just letting you know, you can pick one, and we'll take her home." And oh, what? And I got so excited, and I started to look at some of the cats, but then one of them. One cat in the bottom right-hand corner, that was her little cage, um, she would yell if you paid attention to anything other than her. Anything. And I said, you know what? I feel that. In my soul. Yeah. And so she's like, I was like, yeah. And I was like, this is my cat. And so I took her out. I loved her immediately. She had that giant orange splotch on her forehead. And I was like, I love you more than anything. And I took her home. And I, Avery left for a week. She got a kennel cough kind of thing, but for Mm -hmm. cats. And I took care of her myself because Avery went out of town. I nurtured her back to health all by myself. And you know what she did? Picked Avery to be her human. That ungrateful brat. Savage. 
as she wouldn't sit with me. She <laughs> laid and went to sleep on Avery. It was the most offensive thing I've ever experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was highly offended. Literally, my heart shattered. And Avery was like, that didn't go according to plan. So he he went to, when he came back into town, he went to the ASPCA like every day for a week trying to find me a new, a, my own mm-hmm. cat that he just hoped to God <laughs> would pick me. And uh. he came back one day. He goes, I have good news. I've been going to the ASPCA. I found, I think I found you a cat. It's in a litter of like five. So we're not just separating a pair. It won't yeah. feel by itself. Um, it's a boy cat. He goes, I read online. He's, I've been doing a lot of research on this. And boy cats usually pick the lady humans. And girl mm-hmm. cats usually pick the guy humans. He goes, so it's a guy cat. He's very sweet and cute and playful. He's perfect. So we go to the ASPCA to get this cat. And Avery, like, as soon as he walks in the door, he just falls a little bit. Like, he's like, no. All the cats from that litter are all adopted except for one. And it's the one where his head is a little too big and his eyes are too far apart. And, like, he's stumbling and is really goofy looking. And I took one look at that thing. And I was like, you're so perfect. I love you so much. And that's Milo. That that makes that makes absolute sense because yes. you taught you taught middle school. I taught high school. You taught high school. Oh, I had the yeah. big kids. So you got like because you're getting the kids like right as they're going through their awkward their awkward phases. Stage. Oh, so you yeah. found a cat that was in his awkward stage. You're like, oh, that's well. He was he was the runt. He was right. definitely the runt, and he was he's he's. I would I would give my life for that cat. Yeah. 100%. You oh my god! If someone were to ever break into my house and harm my cat, like that that's like a genuine oh, fear. Yeah. There would be podcasts for years. Yes. After, about like, <laughs> the psychology of like I don't this know what lady. snapped in this person, but <laughs> after they found the rest of the guy and pieced him back together. Right. I'm, right. Yeah. No. It'd like, be horrible. <laughs> my my biggest fear, even even today, like this morning, I experienced it when I go out of town. The number one fear, because like I, I'm an overthinker. You mm-hmm. know this. Oh, I'm sure. a paranoid person. I, what if someone breaks into my house? What are they gonna do to my cats? I will find them. Yeah, like you can't I, go down that road. <laughs> I love my cats. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'm also a crazy cat lady. If you haven't noticed, I <laughs> love that. And yeah, I'm telling you, when I find like, because uh, people are shy about it, I'll meet, oh, I'll meet no. guys, and we'll be talking, and I'm like, oh, I have cats, and they're like, oh yeah, I, I have cats. <laughs> I just, I don't usually tell people because I don't want to. You know, like scare them away because I, it's amazing. I was at, uh, where was I? I was at a New Year's Eve party and I met these two girls and I was with my buddy and uh, we started talking, you know, and uh, the girls were like, So, what do you do? And my buddy goes, Oh, he's a professional crazy cat lady. I love that. And I was like, oh, Of course, you started with that. And the one girl, she goes, Oh, that's so sweet. I had ki- kids or cats when I was younger. I'm like, I like you. Her yep, friend goes, friends. Ew, gross. So does your house just like smell like pee all the time? <laughs> oh, nope, not friends. And I was like, nope. oh, so you're trash. Okay, <laughs> you can go sit over there the rest of the night. Didn't talk to her the rest of the night. And she, yeah, I think she had a terrible time and I felt really good about that. Um, but I ended up talking with her friend the rest of the night. And we just like got along. And she was super sweet. And I was, again, character flaw. Because even if I hated, if like I met somebody and they had something that I'm just like, like, I, I can't even think of something like I, I hate like scallops. Like I don't I don't like eating scallops. If someone's like, oh yeah, I love scallops, I wouldn't be like, oh that's disgusting. Right. What's wrong with right. you? You're gross. Exactly. No. Like I, I like dogs. I don't like little yappy dogs that always bark. I mean, I'll still love on them, but right. they drive me nuts. If someone's like, oh I've got like a little yappy chihuahua and it's barking the whole time, I'm not gonna be like, oh gross, what a little rat dog. I'm like, no. I'm like, 
oh, that's cute because I'm right. not a horrible person. Can you imagine? Like, there's so many people our age that yeah. don't want children. And that's okay. That's yeah. fine. Like, I don't I don't 100%. know if I want kids. That's fine. Can you imagine the outrage there would be if, like, people yeah. who didn't want kids were like, oh, you have kids? That's gross. That's disgusting. Yeah. Like, like oh, wow. No. Nice little snot machine. Like, right. you can't. Like, you don't do that because it's, no. it's, it's become socially acceptable to do that to cats and cat people. People, because no one's ever, like, fought back. They're like, yeah, no, crazy cat people. So my whole thing, I make so much content just bashing these people for being terrible people because I'm trying to flip the stereotype. I just want to shame them enough that they stop doing it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to eventually like flip the tides, you know, the whole pendulum where it's like, okay, now we're going to hate on these people forever. No, I just want to push back enough where they take a second thought the next time they're like, oh, I hate cats that they just go, Oh, cool. I'm not, I'm, you I'm know, not a cat person, yeah, but that's I'm not okay. Cat person, but they, right. they look adorable. Yeah. Just like I'll, just, I'll just sit over here on the other yeah, side of the room. Like how like, hard is it to just not, be rude towards something. Yeah, it's a weird like, entitlement that we just need to put a stop it's to. It's so strange. Yeah. So then what is something like in your line of work when it comes to like TNRs, working with shelters, working through the fosters, growing that, what is something that you've learned on your journey that you've taken away from and think would be beneficial to people listening? <clears throat> um, shelters, people, they, <clears throat> they not only need, you know, money, food, supplies, they need gratitude. You know, yeah. going on somebody's post who's rescuing cats and saying, oh, you just do it for the attention or you don't – I mean, I don't think people realize how hard that is. And there's a thing called compassion fatigue, which my buddy talks about, where these people give their heart so much to rescue and feed. And, like, kittens, you have to be up every two hours bottle feeding these yeah. kittens. They give so much. And then when people come and they're like, oh, you have cats, that's gross. Or, oh, what a, your house smells like pee. Oh, your house – those little negative comments add up. And a friend a couple of months ago, she was she was a social media person who um, brought kittens in and was rescuing them. And, you know, she was just having a really hard time with it. And she would tell me some of the comments she would get That's of people being like, oh, you just do this for attention. You don't actually care. You And it just made me so angry that people, you know, the amount of hate she was getting, not knowing the struggles that she was going through. So my only thing is if, if you're going to comment on someone who's trying to do something good right if someone's doing something bad if someone goes up and does a prank where they trash a store yeah uh, go after that right. person trash that person right. i don't care they're terrible if somebody is just trying to do something good and i'm not talking about going up and giving a homeless person a dollar in their face and filming it and being yeah, like that's... look at what i'm doing i'm talking about hey i'm rescuing this cat guys what do you think or you know if they're trying to do something good either give them a positive comment or shut up yeah, that's my scroll. thing it's not go that do something. Hard. yeah scroll Go, not not everything is for everybody. Right. You know, I've had, I mean, I've had people, I had, a, someone got mad because Pickles meowed in a video and she's like, my cat is really skittish. And when she heard your cat meow, she got startled and swatted me and scratched. Please put a warning if you're going to have your cats meow in videos. And I was like, this, my page is Nathan the cat lady. There will be cats meowing right. on There's, my page. There will be cats. And so and I'm like the entitlement. And it's just those little comments stick with you. So help shelters, help those people. But if nothing else, just shut up. Say something nice or don't say anything at all. It's an yeah. oldie buddy goodie, you know? And I, I feel like there's the people who are like, well, you're just posting that for attention. Because there's been so many. I can't even think of specifics because it's happened so many times where I've gotten the same thing of, oh, you're only posting that for attention. Or you're only doing that because you want people to look. Yeah. But the issue is if we don't 
post that these things are happening, whether it be stories about cats or teachers or bartenders, literally whatever, people wouldn't know these things were happening. Right. Like the whole point Mm -hmm. is to raise awareness. And if we didn't post it, people either wouldn't know, Mm -hmm. wouldn't learn, or would just think we're not trying to do good things. Like I, it might've even been when I was doing an ocean cleanup with Team Seas and we cleaned 4,000 pounds of trash from the ocean, which was amazing. And I had a couple comments that were like, oh, and you just had to post about it. And I'm like, well, if I didn't, you would just say I'm not doing anything good. Oh yeah. So like, there's no winning. And also I'm going to say this right now. Is there any post anywhere that isn't for attention there's not you, you no. think that the half naked photos with the inspirational quotes are to inspire people <laughs> no <laughs> no 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 i'm sorry like no one's reading those quotes like i'm sorry social media is to get attention to raise awareness to talk about what you're doing to like here's yes. what i'm doing guys would love for people like why do you think people get excited about more followers it's not like right yeah i get a lot of followers but oh i hate them seeing what i'm doing all the <laughs> right. time i wish they would leave me alone <laughs> delete your page like yeah, if I go rescue a cat, hey, I feel really good about this. I right. rescued a cat today. Exactly. Hey, guys, I did this. If you don't care, that's great. Right. Swipe on. And not every post necessarily has to have a giant meaning behind yeah. it. Sometimes you just want to post something to post it. <laughs> like, I just posted a photo the other day of me just walking down the street. It has no big meaning. Felt but like, you if might you, delete later. Yeah, yeah if, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't like it, yeah. then just scroll. And it yeah. makes even less sense when it's someone trying to just do something good clean up the yeah. ocean trap neuter release start a foster program like yeah. what is the point of being so angry about it like it just does yeah. not it doesn't make sense yeah and oh. that is the idea that i will leave our listeners I with do you it. have any last remaining things that you want to leave anyone that you want to know about fostering or animal shelters yeah. or anything i mean like if that? you are i'm hoping to expand eventually um uh-huh. to the whole country but we're starting small but if you are in los angeles uh, on the link on my Instagram or my link tree is the link to become a Nathan's foster. We'll give you a $450 bundle of stuff to just foster. You're basically, it's the blockbuster of cats. You borrow a cat for a couple of weeks and it gets a home. Um, if not find a shelter in your area, because I guarantee you everybody needs fosters. Yeah. Every, everyone, every time I post about Nathan's fosters, I get Maine, Connecticut, Boston, out. Everybody like we need fosters too, please, please. And I, I, I don't have, the time or the resources to promote and help build everybody. But I guarantee you, if you hit them up, they got 10 cats that need a home right you now. You can find a local shelter 100%. so easily. And even if you can't open your home, because I know like yeah. Milo and Vixie would not take well to right. other cats. And that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But there are people that can might not be able to open up their home that can give their time. Yeah. Maybe can give some extra food. Like Vixie, we just got her a whole bag of food that yeah. she won't touch. What a brat. Love, love yeah. her. She just won't eat it. That's fine. Can easily just go give that to a shelter or give that yeah. to someone that's trying to foster. Like there are so many things that you can do yeah. to help if you want to. And right. again, not everyone is going to, but if you want to, it's very easy to just call a local shelter yeah. and do that. Bring some toys. Their their resources are not endless. They really, yeah. they need, they need people. And without the community and without people backing them up, a lot of animals are going to suffer Absolutely. and I hate to see it. So do yeah. what you can. Absolutely. Thank Love you it. so much for hanging out with Absolutely. me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And thank you guys for hanging out with us today. And I hope to see you guys next week. Bye, my lovelies. Bye.